Welcome in. Welcome into the podcast. Just the podcast today of the starting lineup. What's happening out there? Something special today going on? It's Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Throwback Thursday. It's 420. For those who celebrate. Welcome in to the starting lineup today. Travis Sparks back here with you. I'll tell you where I've been the last couple of days here in just a minute. But what's happening out there? I've been missing all you guys and missing all the uh, sports takes that I could unleash for you. So I got a couple of those uh, that I'll have coming down to the uh, pipeline. I'll take a look at everything that's happened since I was away, including uh, some Major League Baseball action that I'm waiting to uh, talk about. Also, uh, the uh, playoffs underway in the NBA, NHL, gets all that, what's been going on uh, there, and uh, whatever else I can uh, dig up here on the uh, podcast to uh, talk about, and of course, uh, local sports as well, so hit up on that uh, baseball and uh, softball. Hey, I've been watching uh, from afar some of these uh, scores that have been rolling in, particularly the other day on Monday night or Tuesday night, my goodness putting up some runs hey speaking of uh, people that put up some runs cardinals put up a lot of runs yesterday 14 of them over on a 98.9 the uh, game and uh, st louis they're off they are making that a trip out west and they got a west coast swing uh, they'll start a, a series in seattle this weekend and then they'll be uh, going to san francisco and then uh, finishing up in la with the dodgers before uh, they uh, return home in the very beginning of May with the uh, other team uh, from Los Angeles. You know, they have two players coming to St. Louis. You might have heard of them. Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. I've been watching. I've been monitoring, uh, seeing if uh, Otani uh, start lands on one of those days. I'll be monitoring that situation closely uh, for sure. But uh, St. Louis is off today, but I am uh, not off I am back here rocking and rolling Eric's got uh, other things to uh, worry about uh, today over on uh, the uh, country uh, station. So taking a part of this uh, solo here. I'll get to uh, some uh, local sports coming up here in uh, just a minute and in baseball and a softball world and get you set for the schedule uh, for today. But just thought that I would uh, pass along and let you know where I've been the uh, last couple of days. And I have been in the wonderful city of uh, St. Louis, St. Louis the last two days, uh, taking in uh, some uh, Cardinal games. I was there on a Tuesday night and I was there in the afternoon yesterday and uh, taking a part here of the uh, Cardinals affiliate day. Uh, they hosted uh, some individuals from all the different affiliates. 147 stations. Don't know if all 147 were uh, represented there yesterday, but I do know uh, quite a lot of people from all across nine different states uh, went to uh, St. Louis the last two days. Uh, Talked to people that were affiliates from Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, of course, Missouri, and Illinois, a few in Decatur, as well one of the Decatur stations throughout the first pitch on uh, Tuesday night. So uh, it was a uh, fun little time on Tuesday. They had uh, a little program uh, there with all the radio crew, the two main ones, uh, John Rooney, uh, Ricky Horton uh, were there. Klaibs was there, uh, of course, and uh, John Mozalek as well. It's been uh, tradition uh, every year that he uh, addresses the uh, all the affiliates there. And uh, he answered some uh, questions and uh, got some grilling questions from uh, the crowd. I think it was the second question that was uh, brought up about the uh, team's performance and uh, that's what made this year a little bit different. I was there uh, last year and uh, we were having some sort of success last year and this year hasn't been what all of us fans would want and you can definitely uh, feel that in the ballpark. You can definitely feel it in that man's eyes when you look at uh, John Mosaic that the uh, uh, pressure and uh, just all the outside noise as best as you can do to try to block it out. It all seeps through the cracks no matter how hard you try to turn away from it you can definitely uh, feel the vibes there Uh, particularly on a Tuesday night man that sixth run fourth inning uh, that the Diamondbacks exploded for 
the silence was deafening in that place. Now, it did start to get loud in the ninth inning when the Cardinals mounted that comeback. They scored three runs in the uh, bottom of that ninth inning. But up until then, from the fourth inning on, I've never heard that place as quiet as it was on a Tuesday night. And, hey, just like uh, baseball players do, they have a short memory. And that's also the perspective that I got for partaking in this uh, Cardinals uh, affiliate event that uh, John Mozalek says that, you know, after a win, he drives home and that 15 minute drive home. That's about all he does in enjoying wins. And then it's on to the next day. And probably as soon as he steps out of the uh, car, he's immediately uh, flooded with uh, all the problems that are facing uh, running a baseball organization there. That's kind of what, uh, what I've kind of put in perspective uh, the last couple of days that, uh, you know, we all see uh, the offseason needs. And, you know, you've heard me on the show uh, before about talking about all the pitching needs. And, uh, hey, we have a log jam in the outfield, especially with the new bar uh, coming back. So uh, that could potentially be some trade pieces, uh, some bargaining chips, if you will, for trades. But uh, one of the questions was brought up about those early season trades and Come on, people. It's only 420 uh, here. Let's not get too uh, crazy. Let's wait until the first month is over with. And also, John Mosaic brought up the old argument that Eric's brought up in this uh, for the start startup to the season was the World Baseball Classic that uh, John Mosaic felt like that's been uh, tough for uh, the team to adjust to because uh, all the team got there late with uh, the Cardinals having the most players. Uh, represented in the WBC plus on top of the uh, injuries to uh, Wayne Wright coming back from the uh, WBC. So uh, it's been a strange offseason uh, from that perspective of having the team together uh, for spring training. So that's one of the things that he has cited there. So I haven't got a chance to tell Eric about uh, that. So we'll see when the World Baseball Classic rolls around again, if how many uh, Cardinals will be participating in that uh, aspect. And uh, one thing that I've been put in perspective uh, was that, you know, just how incredibly difficult the job is for John Mozalak and Ollie Marmol uh, there for, for that matter, uh, talking about that every decision that they make and every decision that Ollie uh, makes in the course of a game, not alone from day to day, but just the uh, inning to inning decisions and bringing this guy in or uh, switching this guy in and out or this guy playing uh, whatnot in the lineup. Every decision is made is second guessed. Even the ones that uh, work out in the Cardinals' favor or in that manager's favor is second guessed uh, as well. So uh, that's just kind of this perspective that I've gotten with uh, being boots on the ground and uh, kind of being in front of the man in a mosaic about just how difficult uh, his job is on a day to day basis. And uh, like I said, I definitely uh, think that he tries to block out all the uh, noise and all the armchair quarterbacks and all the armchair GMs uh, talking about all the moves that should be made or uh, this guy should be uh, sent down or this guy should be released or this guy should be uh, traded and whatnot. I think he does a good job of balancing uh, that and he definitely did a good job uh, the other day of balancing those questions and gave some uh, pretty good answers and uh, hey, it's kind of changed my opinion uh, on the man and kind of changed my uh, outlook uh, on things. He also uh, brought up uh, about uh, Tony La Russa, about, you know, no matter what decision that, that you make, have 100% conviction in that decision and always have a reason why you do those things. So uh, his main message was to be patient. We like what we have within these four walls of this organization and to just be patient and they'll make the moves accordingly uh, when a, a time uh, will come for that. So uh, very cool experience the last uh, two days uh, there in uh, Bush Stadium. And obviously Tuesday night didn't go uh, the uh, Cardinals way, but one 
uh, player that did go uh, the way on Tuesday was Wilson Contreras. It was nice to see him uh, burst out, and uh, he had not only hit one home run on Tuesday, he hit two of them, and including that one that made the Cardinals inch a little bit closer uh, there in the uh, ninth inning, I believe it was. But it was nice to see kind of a slow start uh, for uh, Wilson to finally break out, and maybe that can just get him off the schneid and start to roll his confidence, not just seeing one get over the wall, but uh, smack the ball uh, all over uh, the yard. And speaking of smacking the ball over the yard, that's what the Cardinals did uh, yesterday. Have a day, Tommy Edmond. He was a single. Yeah, that's right. He got a home run and a triple, two of the hardest legs of the cycle out of the way in the early going in. He only needed a single there, but uh, the Cardinals, unfortunately, could not uh, bring him around there in the bottom of the eighth to have another opportunity uh, for him to get the uh, cycle. But uh, Tommy Edmond uh, has five RBIs on the afternoon as well. And how about Nolan Gorman? Oh, my goodness. This guy last year, of course, all we've heard about this guy was hype, hype, hype. Well, Yesterday and this season, he's been clutch, and he does it again as he goes a grand salama yesterday and those four RBIs there. Uh, he was pitch hitting. He didn't start the game. Uh, Motter uh, got the start, and he came in, and he ended up getting three at-bats in the game, just how uh, everything uh, shook out there. But uh, And with the uh, lefty on the mound to start things out, and I guess that's a transition into – Madison Bumgarner, what has happened to uh, this guy? And I don't want to say that we broke Madison Bumgarner, but things have already been broken for him. He's now 0-3, and his ERA has uh, ballooned up to uh, over 10. And now his future with the Arizona Diamondbacks are in question. As I wake up today, as uh, uh, their manager uh, was uh, noncommittal, on a response when asked about the franchise plan of Farm Brumgardner after Wednesday's loss, he said, I don't know. I don't know as what we do with every situation after every start. We group, we group as a staff and then sit down with the front office and figure out what to do next. That's what we're going to end up doing. The staff will sit down and figure it out what's going on to give us the best option in five days. We do the same thing every start and we'll do that again and he only lost three innings yesterday giving up those seven earned runs seven hits also walked four batters as well got squeezed in the strike zone and also uh five batted balls with a exit velo of at least 100 miles an hour so uh, really smacking it all over the yard and then Wilson Contreras he got into it with uh Bumgarner uh there I uh, We'll say that I just saw him having words with the uh, catcher behind the plate, but I didn't know that his problem uh, was with uh, Bumgarner initially. And then I went back to look at it, and they kind of exchanged words. I won't say pleasantries because there's definitely no pleasant words exchanged there. But this is kind of one of the first times that we saw Contreras send one over the wall on Tuesday, and this is kind of one of the first instances of that fire from Wilson that he talked about as a competitor in his Player Tribune uh, video uh, that he had before the season started. So this is kind of the first instance that we've seen of him kind of fight and that fire that uh, Contreras has. And, hey, he went up against uh, Bumgarner to uh, do it uh, there. So uh, it was uh, glad to see that Madison Bumgarner has major get-off-my-lawn vibes. I can remember when, uh, what was it, Max Muncy? For the Dodgers, who had a home run into uh, McCovey Cove, and uh, Muncie stared at it, and Bumgarner didn't exactly uh, like that too much. But I would argue, make a better pitch if you don't like the guy uh, staring at it and admiring his uh, artwork uh, there from that perspective. So I don't want to say that we broke Madison Bumgarner, but that could have been his last start for uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, there from that perspective. And yes, I do. I did see an article of should the Cardinals take a uh, flyer on Bumgarner if he is released. No. Like I said, he's broken. Uh, he hasn't been the same when he signed this contract with the uh, Diamondbacks and it was kind of a head-scratching 
uh, move at that perspective and in particular this season he hasn't been great so I would say no stay as far as possibly away from Madison Bumgarner I know that uh, sometimes when you step through the doors there at Bush Stadium you get sprinkled with the uh, magic dust other people would call it the haters would call it the devil's magic dust of people resurrecting their career like you know Jordan Montgomery had an awesome uh end of the year last year with the trade uh there Quintana had a good quality starts there a few others have kind of resurrected their career kind of maybe righted the ship the Wainwright uh was one of them uh people that kind of righted the ship after we wrote them off and uh, I don't think that we should go anywhere near Madison Bumgarner. Stay away from a mad bum. Hey, unless this is the postseason, unless we're signing him for uh, October and we're guaranteed to be there and he's pitching in a must-win game, uh, I don't think that we should uh, go after him at all. But uh, Again, we're only in April, so I don't foresee the Cardinals making any uh, knee-jerk reaction uh, moves. Uh, that's the one thing that I got from last year uh, as well with the noise of the shortstop position. Uh, being out there and possibility being moved there. Uh, Cardinals don't have any knee-jerk reactions to that either, so I wouldn't anticipate any knee-jerk reactions uh, here to this uh, yesterday either. So, uh, hey, the Cardinals, uh, they scored a 14 runs uh, yesterday, and uh, like I said, they'll have the day off today, and they'll be traveling to uh, Seattle to take on the uh, Mariners and 8.15, that's right, we're on the West Coast, so 8.15 will be the pregame show start on a Friday night for the weekend series with Seattle, and uh, I have looked into the future, Luis Castillo on the mound on a Saturday, so uh, that might be a difficult task to have there, but uh, hey, it is uh, back here to uh, the uh, studio, has been a great two days in uh, St. Louis despite the loss on a Tuesday night. Uh, there, so uh, had a, a lot of fun the last two days, uh, but uh, it's now getting back on the grind and back on nose on the grindstone uh, for uh, the Cardinals and for your boy here as well. All right, uh, so uh, other games uh, that happened yesterday, uh, I know that uh, we probably shouldn't uh, start start planning the parade just yet, but the Cubs. They did have a three-game sweep against the A's. I know it's the A's, only three and sixteen this season, and uh, Cubs just pounded them yesterday, twelve to a two, with the win. And the Cubs they'll return home and they'll start a series with the Dodgers this weekend, and that series actually starts tonight. But uh, hey. Anytime that you can get a sweep, this is what you need to do. I mean, yes, it's expected against the A's, but again, you're you're doing and taking care of business with what you need to take care of against a team uh, like that. And then uh, Oakland with a nice little news dump there at the very end, late night. Maybe some of you awoke to the uh, news because it was uh, broke so late. Uh, last night I got a notification uh, on my phone, and I was like, what is going on? When you get a notification that late from uh, a sports alert, you're like, uh-oh, who died? No, no one died, but uh, maybe sports in Oakland died, but maybe it's been dead uh, for a while. They uh, are planning on moving, or a move to Vegas is inching closer to become a reality uh, because the A's uh, organization, and uh, they agreed to purchase a land near the uh, Vegas Strip, and uh, the agreement is for a 49-acre site owned by Red Rock Resorts, the parent company of uh, Station and Casinos. And uh, the uh, deal is reportedly a $1.5 billion, $35,000 seat stadium with a partially retractable roof will be built on the site, adding uh, that other developments, including restaurants and an amphitheater being discussed. The A's will work with Nevada and Clark County on a public-private partnership to fund the stadium. Cobble said the A's hope to break ground by next year and will be moved into their new home by 2027. So uh, the possibility of Oakland joining up with the Raiders in Vegas. And so that was a a big step in that aspect of trying to get out of Oakland. And, hey, maybe they can keep the possums out of this new stadium there in uh, Vegas. 
hey, we all know what uh, what's around in Vegas, but what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, I guess. And uh, is this move really surprising? No, it's not. And so uh, Oakland could be joining up with the Raiders in uh, Vegas very, very soon. All right, uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, what was the other talk of the town yesterday? Late night, it was uh, the Angels and Yankees matching up with Otani versus Aaron Judge, and Aaron Judge robbing a home run from Shohei Otani, and then uh, Judge hitting a home run to uh, lift the, the Yankees in extra innings. He didn't hit the walk-off, but uh, the Yankees still end up winning there in 10 innings, 3-2 to two, over the Angels. Other talk of the town yesterday, talk of the water cooler, was the Mets and a Dodgers game. Uh, Max Scherzer gets tossed in this one. That's right. He was checked for foreign substances, and uh, the umpires deemed that he had something on him or something uh, was uh, going on with Max Scherzer there. He said that he didn't use anything but uh, rosin there, but he still uh, got ejected for it and was not too happy at all. And I did find it fascinating that uh, Max Scherzer, ever since they started checking these foreign substances, three pitchers have been ejected for getting caught with a foreign substance on them. And they've all been instituted by the same umpire in Phil Cousy. And so uh, I saw, what was that? I know the Diamondbacks game and I can't tell what uh, stadium uh, that was. Maybe it was the... Uh, Mariners and White Sox, possibly, or the uh, Mariners and uh, Tigers there, it kind of looks like. But uh, three instances that have been busted for a foreign substance and it's been the same umpire. And it was yesterday as well. Uh, the Rockies, they continue to uh, lose as they've now lost eight in a row as the Pirates come into Colorado and sweep them and won 14-3. Speaking of a sweep, the Rangers, they swept the Royals 12-3. Uh, Phillies got the win over the White Sox 5-2 thanks to Trey Turner and Marsh's home runs. It was the Giants winning an extra over the Marlins 5-2. Guardians with a win over the Tigers 3-2. The Rays, they shut out the Reds, 8-2-0, six-run first inning there for Tampa. Hey, they're doing just fine. I heard Eric talking his stuff the other day about the overrated start to the season that the Rays are had. Again, it's just against Cincinnati, and they have had some inferior competition, but they're doing what they need to do to uh, take care of business in the early going. Uh, the Brewers, they also got the win over the uh, Mariners, 5-3. to three, So Brewers off to an awesome start, 14-5. and five. Uh, The uh, Padres, they got a solo homer from Juan Soto, but that's all they needed because Nick Martinez was on it on the mound as uh, San Diego only uh, won the game 1-0. to nothing. Is uh, Baltimore shutting out the Nats, so 4 to uh, nothing for the second straight night. Twins, they uh, beat the Red Sox, 10-2-4. Thanks to uh, Joey Gallo returning from the IL there. And the Astros got the win over the Blue Jays, 8-1. to Hey, I mentioned about the injury to uh, Adam Wainwright. Well, uh, yesterday he did make a uh, start in uh, Springfield there. And his uh, line for that game was they went three innings. He gave up four hits, two earned uh, two earn runs, no walks, and three Ks. He threw 59 pitches. And 40 of those were strikes. So, um, you know, and a rehab start there for uh, Wayne Wright yesterday. And I think it happened the same exact time as the uh, MLB game uh, was going on. But um, so not a great line there. But hmm, at least he's throwing. And I know he had a uh, simulated game. I think that happened uh, over the weekend or is one of the times that the Cardinals were on a road uh, where we, wherever we were before uh, we took the Diamondback series when we were in um, when we were against Pittsburgh. Uh, I think that that simulated game happened. I know it's funny seeing the people that were playing the outfield positions and infield positions uh, there. So uh, hey, Wainwright on the uh, on the track to uh, being back with the uh, club, being back pitching uh, with the uh, club. Uh, we'll uh, say that. Hey, speaking of the uh, minor leagues, the Atlanta League, 
They're expecting, experimenting with uh, rules again for the 2023 season, and they uh, it's kind of been the pipeline or the testing ground for some of these rules that are being implemented uh, for baseball as a whole. Uh, a couple of these ones that they really wanted to key on this season uh, was that I thought it was interesting, the designated pitch runner. Uh, each club will list a player who is not otherwise in the starting lineup as a designated pitch runner. That player may be substituted at any point into the game as a base runner. The player who is substitute for, as well as the pitch runner, may then return to the game without penalty. And when I heard about that, I was like, what, are we in high school? Like, that just seems not like a major league thing to do. So uh, I like it in the lower levels, but I don't really big fan of it for uh, the major leagues and also another one that I heard about was the double hook rule and these are kind of for those uh, crowd that didn't like the designated hitter and thought that it took strategy uh, out of the game uh, well this is the big one that's kind of going to be experimented with uh, once again this year and they've kind of done something similar to this the last couple of seasons um, clubs may use the DH as long as the starting pitcher completes at least five innings. If the starter fails to make it through the fifth, the club then loses the DH for the remainder of the game and must either have its pitchers hit or use pitch hitters when that spot in the lineup comes up. So I think we are trying to get a little too cute with some of these uh, rules, especially this one. Uh, in particular, uh, I was fine with the implement of the designated hitter throughout uh, baseball. I don't like this, and um, it does put an emphasis on pitching and whatnot, and there is some strategy into the game, but I don't like this uh, rule at all, and I hope it doesn't make its way into the uh, major leagues there for what that's worth. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, is there anything else? I think I uh, cleared the deck from baseball, what I wanted to uh, talk about over the last couple of days. Uh, action today, uh, Twins and Red Sox are uh, underway. The Angels and Yankees are coming up later this afternoon. Reds, uh, Pirates, Rockies, Phillies, uh, the Dodgers and uh, Cubbies uh, later on tonight at 640. James Tyon going to four. Uh, Chicago uh, Grove going for the Dodgers. 9.0 ERA. Uh, Giants uh, hosting the Mets. So a lot of orange in that matchup. And we also have the uh, Diamondbacks back in Arizona after uh, coming back from St. Louis and winning two of the three. But still, uh, they're going back to Arizona and they're hosting the uh, San Diego Padres. Uh, tonight and that is significant because hold on 420 this is when uh, Fernando Tatis Jr.'s suspension is being lifted and he is anticipated to join the ball club for tonight's game against Arizona of course uh, uh, Fernando was suspended and uh, serving a suspension for uh, testing positive for PDs and he has been playing in the minor leagues in AAA. He's just been scorching the ball. Of course, he's not. Well, I wouldn't say he wasn't hurt because he is actually before he was suspended for the PEDs. He was uh, injured, still feeling the effects on that wrist from the uh, motorcycle injury that he was uh, part of in the offseason before the suspension. Uh, but we shouldn't be surprised that he was uh, mashing the ball in triple uh, A's because, well, he's a major league player. Of course, you would expect him to hit triple A pitching uh, the way that he has uh, 500. He's been hitting over 500. Uh, he's been uh, slugging 590 in an on-base percentage of uh, 1.212, I guess, OPS. Uh, percentage, I guess it doesn't really say, but uh, he slugged seven home runs. He has only three strikeouts in eight games, and at one point uh, over the weekend, he hit six home runs in a span of 12 at bats for Mr. Fernando Tatis uh, Jr. Uh, and also, while starting in the uh, AAA rehab assignment, I guess you will, maybe I wouldn't say rehab 
assignment, but uh, he was playing in spring training as well due to some of the uh, rules for the uh, suspension uh, allowed him to play in spring training. But uh, he's going to be returning to the uh, lineup tonight, and I believe that he is also going to be playing a new position as well. Uh, Kim filled in pretty nicely last year uh, for him, and then uh, Jake Cronenworth just signed a new deal. And, of course, with Manny Machado being there, Xander Bogarts, the uh, infield is uh, very crowded there. So he's actually going to be uh, playing in right field, I believe. And he played there, played there briefly in 2021, and he did not play a single inning at shortstop in spring training or in AAA. So he has been prepping for this move uh, for a while. But it's going to look a little different. So if you uh, look for Fernando Tatis Jr., he is not going to be in the infield tonight. He is going to be in the outfield. But he is set to make his major league uh, re-debut uh, tonight. Also, Michael Waka on the mound for San Diego as well with a... A uh, 2-1 record, 6.06 earned run average. So, all right, there you go. That is uh, Major Leagues and what's been happening of the Major Leagues over the last uh, couple of days there. All right, so uh, let's turn things over to uh, the uh, local sports realm, some local baseball and uh, softball from yesterday. In the NTC, San Anthony, they defeated Charleston 9-3. And Yoga over CHBC 3-2. It was Carbondale shutting out Olney 3-0. Mount Carmel over Centralia 12-9. And Robinson over Duggar 11-4. Central Illinois over Shelbyville over Tuscola 21-5. Sullivan over Clinton 8-5. It's Macon Meridian all over Central A&M 10-0. Warnsboro Latham over St. T 8-4. And I saw that score the other day for a Citroen M in Tuscola, 30 to 24. My goodness, a lot. Uh, I thought this last two days I saw a lot of runs scored in Bush Stadium. <laughs> it wasn't nothing uh, compared to that game the other day for uh, the Raiders and the Warriors there. So shout out to all those involved in that wild, wild game. And a lot of home runs have been flying out of the park uh, the last couple of days in high school sports. Uh, South Central Conference, it was East Alton over Staunton, 5-3. Carlinville over Roxana, 5-4. North Mac over Tri-City, 15-5. In softball in the NTC, as St. Anthony picks up a nice win over Robinson, 13-2. Charleston over Windsor, two straws, 10-3. Greenville over St. Elmo, 17-0. And uh, South Central defeated Ramsey, 17-1. Marshall over Oblong, 15-5. The Apollo is St. Joe Ogden over Mount Zion, 13-3. Muhammad over Urbana, 10-6. Central Illinois was Clinton over Sullivan, 7-6. And Macon Meridian shutting out A&M, 10-0. Lincoln Prairie is Villa Grove over Heritage, 15-0. Martinsville over Tri-County, 2-1. And Staunton over East Alton, 13-2. Litchfield over Nokomis, 3-2. And high school tennis yesterday was a St. Anthony over Mattoon, 6-3. Games going on today in the NTC uh, CHBC traveling to Altamont, Charleston hosting North Clay, and I believe uh, that game is uh, being affected due to the uh, weather or anticipation of some weather as it was originally supposed to start at 4.30. Well, now it's going to start at uh, 3.30 due to some of the weather and also uh, that uh, softball game has been moved up a half an hour early as well. It was uh, slated for 4.30. It's now going to start at 4 o'clock, both games for North Clay. And it was oh, it's going to be Odin hosting uh, Brownstown at uh, St. Elmo, Dietrich at Ramsey uh, there. I know that I saw something about uh, the uh, St. Elmo softball, and uh, that's going to be moved up half an hour as well for softball for St. Elmo. I do know that. A uh, little line at Lawrenceville and Newton. Paris at Marshall. Alney hosting Robinson. Apollo Conference at Topless at Mount Zion. Lincoln Prairie at Tuscola at Cumberland. Arthur Christian at Heritage. Uh, Central Illinois, Sullivan at Mattoon. South Central, you got Carlinville at Piasol. Litchfield at Pena. 
or hosting Painham. Gillespie had a civic memorial. In softball, you got Altamont at Vandalia. St. Anthony wins his two straws. North Clay, Clay City is at Odin. Again, earlier, half an hour start time. CHB in St. Elmo, half an hour start time as well. Four o'clock for both of those. And Dietrich is at the topless. Newton hosting Lawrenceville. Marshall hosting Paris. Robinson at Olney. Casey at Danville. Apollo, you got Westville at Charleston, Central Illinois. You got Cumberland at Sullivan. Uh, Lincoln Prairie, South Fork, Holston, Arcola, Okaw Valley against Ramsey. South Central, you got Hillsborough at Nokomis. Piasol hosting Carlinville. Payne at Litchfield in tennis. You got Newton at Mount Carmel. North Clay at Odin. Topolis at Paris. In uh, track and field, uh, Mattoon Invitational there. And Olney Invitational continues there as well in both boys and girls area teams participating in both of those meets. And you can look at all the results over on the website, fmradio.com. So go over and check it out. All right, so uh, now we will move on, and we'll move on to the uh, postseason action in the NBA and NHL that's been happening. Uh, Last night, the Grizzlies, they beat the Lakers. may not know that. You probably did, but all I'm hearing and talked about is the uh, Dylan Brooks going after LeBron and poking the bear a little bit. <sighs> yeah, Dylan Brooks going after LeBron. As much as we like to uh, dog on LeBron for being the second greatest player uh, of all time, and no matter what he does, he's still going to be the second uh, greatest player uh, of all time. But come on, Dylan Brooks poking the bear there's a reason why LeBron is great in that conversation they're not gonna be talking about Dylan Brooks being the goat I don't even think he's the goat at trash talking if LeBron is really one of the goats or is the goat he's gonna drop 50 points on Dylan Brooks next game or uh, the Lakers aren't gonna win or the Lakers are gonna win the rest of the games and yeah the Grizzlies won despite not having John Morant but and they tie the series heading back to L.A. But if you want to poke the bear, go for it. Uh, if I were LeBron, uh, I would uh, go full speed ahead and uh, not even look twice, not even look back after uh, you run away with the rest of this series to uh, kind of shut up Dylan Brooks uh, there. Uh, the Bucks also without uh, Giannis, they got it done, and they tie up the series with the uh, Heat. That was an ugly score. Uh, that I, I was looking at at the top of the screen because this one was on NBA TV last night. And the Bucks won th- 138 to 1-22. Thanks in part to uh, Drew Holiday's 24-point performance to send it back to South Beach. All tied up at 1. And the Nuggets, uh, they take a stranglehold over the series over the uh, T-Wolves. 122-1-113 as Jamal Murray goes off he goes for 40 last night in the game two uh, victory for the nuggets so they're only a couple wins away from getting out of the first round games going on uh, this evening is 76ers in brooklyn uh, philly uh, won the other night to take a 2-0 series lead so that one should be intriguing and then uh, these two next ones of course the clippers uh, they won the other night and they tied it up or the suns won uh, the other night tying it up uh, one to one that's the one that's on nba tv tonight at 9.30, so no one will be watching that one. And the uh, Kings and Warriors on TNT. And, of course, Sacramento picking up the win the other night as well. You probably didn't know that they won either. Uh, well, you probably did. All all the uh, stats about the Warriors facing O2 deficits and all these teams facing O2 deficits. But uh, you probably didn't hear about it because uh, the talk of the water cooler uh, the other day was all about Draymond and uh, getting stepped on or doing the stepping on uh, Sabonis and uh, ended up coming out that uh, Draymond suspended uh, for this game. So, uh, look, I get what the NBA was saying about the repeat offender and some of the uh, uh, egregious actions after the fact, but 
I didn't think that this really warranted a suspension as, yes, he did step on uh, Sabonis uh, there, but Sabonis did grab his leg first. So uh, Draymond instigates a lot of stuff, and, yes, he instigated, and he's going to instigate if uh, this series finds its way back to uh, Sacramento. He's definitely going to be not the number one guy or maybe – public enemy number one uh, for the uh, Sacramento Kings fans after uh, some of the antics that he had uh, after he was ejected uh, from the game the other night. But I don't really think it warranted a suspension. Uh, Maybe you could say that this would try to um, calm the emotions of the the Kings in our response if there isn't a retaliation. Uh, to Draymond, but no matter when he steps on the floor, whether it's game three, game four, I don't want to say there's going to be retaliation, but uh, the emotions are going to be high when he's in the game uh, because he's, this guy's a wrestler. This guy is, he loves playing the heel and he loves being, loves taking the heat. He's a heat magnet, as they say in the business. He takes all the heat off of Steph and Clay. And he brings it all on himself. He thrives on the heat. He, and I'm not talking about Miami. He, he th- thrives on the hate uh, that he has. So um, no matter when he's going to step on the floor, there's going to be some. Uh, there might be some uh, problems with the Sabonis and some of the other uh, Kings. But it might just let the uh, their game do the talking, unlike Dylan Brooks uh, there. So we'll see if the Kings can take a stranglehold of this series and uh, could put the uh, Warriors on the brink of elimination uh, tonight. So definitely going to be watching out for that game uh, for sure. And then uh, the Celtics, they get the night off. They'll be uh, going to Atlanta on Friday. So will that uh, Cavs and Knicks game uh, that Stephen A. was hyping up pretty uh, good earlier on first take and then uh, the series shifts to Minnesota on Friday as well in uh, that one in the NHL the uh, postseason uh, continued there the Hurricanes they uh, won it in overtime four to a three I believe Carolina got off to the early lead early 2-0 goal lead and then the Islanders came all the way back and uh, they ended up having the lead there, but then uh, they blow it, and then uh, the officials, eh, do they miss a high stick there in overtime on the game-winning goal? I think so, but doesn't matter because the Islanders are now down 2-0 going back to uh, New York as uh, the Hurricanes won 4-3. Also uh, yesterday, the uh, Panthers, they took down the uh, Bruins a 6-2-3, as four goals in the third period get it done for the Panthers as they uh, tie up that series at one apiece. The Stars, they also tied it up as uh, they won in this one, seven to a three. Four goals there in the second period. Got it done for the Stars, and Hines goes off for a Hattie. Hattrick also always hits different in the playoffs. And that's exactly what the Stars did last night. And this could have been a disaster. I'm not talking about if this was an oil spill. But Oilers, they won a 4-2 to as they blew the game the other night. I heard Eric talking about uh, Connor McDavid. What is he doing? What does he want him to do? All he does is score goals and get points. He can't play defense, too. And he can't help it if the... Uh, Oilers goaltender let up all those goals the other night. So uh, that game one loss wasn't on Connor McDavid. And uh, Edmonton almost blew it again last night. They had a 2-0, series, 2-0 lead in the first period. And then the Kings tied up in the second period. But then uh, uh, Edmonton gets it done in the uh, final period. And ends up winning 4-2 to at least salvage a game here in uh, that series. Game's going on tonight. You got the uh, Lightning. They uh, put a drubbing on the Maple Leafs uh, the other night, and they'll try to take a 2-0 series lead. 
Uh, in the game tonight, the Rangers and the Devils, they'll be on TBS this evening with the uh, Rangers winning in game one. So we'll see if they can take two on the road. It was the Kraken, yes. I heard Eric with the uh, statistics about this uh, series was close during the season. And uh, if I would have known that, maybe I wouldn't have uh, picked Colorado in five. But the Kraken, they stole game one, and they lead the series 1-0. So Avalanche will try to tie it up tonight. And the Jets, uh, they uh, will be uh, up against the uh, Golden Knights tonight as well. And the Jets, they stole game one as well. So they'll try to steal two on the road there. You got uh, Lightning Maple Leafs. They're on ESPN. So will the Kraken and Avalanche. But over on TBS, you got the Rangers, Devils, and Jets versus Knights. So a little double header action or quadruple header for you. Uh, doubleheader on both stations, I guess you'd say. A little four games of basketball tonight. So uh, we're all over the place with uh, games. You got games going on TNT, TBS, ESPN, NBA TV. They're all over uh, with the uh, playoff action and playoff postseason basketball and hockey. All right, let's see. I don't think I have uh, anything else to uh, talk about. I think I, yeah, I talked about all the Draymond stuff. I unleashed all everything from the uh, radio event I was at the last two days. So, um, oh wow, yeah. So I just as I was we started off the uh, pod talking about that, and now it looks like. Uh, the future is decided for Madison Bumgarner. They uh, designated him for assignment. So, wow, we just talked about that uh, not too long ago at the start of this pod, like 40 minutes ago, and they already designated him for assignment. And uh, they're going to eat more than $34 million remaining on the uh, contract, according to Jeff Passens and ESPN. So, uh, wow, right there as we were just talking about and we were just discussing through it. Uh, designated for assignment, Mad Bum, uh, no more. So how about that? I saw history yesterday. I almost saw a cycle from Tommy Edmond, and I saw a grand slam from Nolan Gorman, and Wilson Contreras' first two home runs as a uh, Cardinal, and I saw the last start for Madison Bumgarner, at least the last start in Arizona. So, wow. Uh, they're going to eat a lot of that money. Uh, he signed a five-year, $85 million deal with Arizona before the 2020 season. He has a struggled, I said, that it's been. And, in fact, it bears it out. Uh, over 69 starts. Nice. He has a 5.23 ERA. And uh, the worst outing came yesterday against the cards ballooning his ERA to 10.26 ERA. He's owed around 20.4 million dollars for the remainder of this year and 14 million for the 2024 season. Once he clears labors, it is unlikely a team would trade for him as the team would have to assume the remainder of the money on his contract. Bumgarner would be eligible to sign with a team for the major league minimum of $720,000. So uh, wow, that's some uh, big news there. And uh, he told reporters after the game, I wish I had some kind of answers. Uh, not that I'm not going to look for them. I'm going to look for them. But right now, I don't have any for you guys. I wish I did, but I don't. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, and also, uh, since we're closing out on baseball, that the, uh, the curse of Dinger Tuesday... Well, I don't want to say it was broken because it wasn't broken because uh, I yesterday, who did, I don't remember, uh, he took, Eric took Patrick Wisdom. I don't remember uh, if he had a home run on Tuesday or not. Luckily, I have the, uh, luckily, I have the uh, baseball from Tuesday still uh, pulled up. So, uh, no. So, a swing and a miss for Dinger Tuesday for Eric. He had Patrick Wisdom. And I did have some entertainment uh, far before I crossed the uh, river there in Missouri because Missouri is a no fun, no entertainment state. 
at least in a couple of places anyways. But uh, at least from a sports, we can't have uh, fun and entertainment on sports in uh, Missouri. Uh, I picked uh, Brandon Donovan, and I also uh, sprinkled in some. I kind of hedged my bets uh, a little bit. I also had Corbin Carroll as well. Well, those uh, two entertainment bets were avoided as uh, neither one were in the lineup on Tuesday. And uh, Corbin didn't hit a home run yesterday. So it's been in the past two Dinger Tuesdays. A player that I picked on Tuesday hits a home run on Wednesday. That didn't happen, so that was broken uh, yesterday. And Donovan didn't even play in either one of the two games. So uh, from that perspective, I guess the... uh, the streak of those Dinger Tuesday picks hitting on Wednesday comes to a close uh, for me. So, uh, hey, you know, you, you win some, you lose some, and sometimes you get your entertainment voided because I guess it was better if I picked them to hit a home run and they come in and make a, a pitch hit uh, appearance and uh, they uh, come in and get a fluke hit or something or uh, they just get one fluke at bat, and that would have made my entertainment valid at that point since they appeared in the game. So I guess it's good from that perspective uh, that, that didn't, they didn't even get into the game uh, there to void my entertainment. We'll try to remember to have some entertainment on uh, Dinger Tuesday uh, next week and we'll uh, hopefully have some entertainment uh, for the weekend uh, possibly and of course so we gotta get you some NASCAR Pick'em game tomorrow as well as we're back to a live show we're back on the air over on 98.9 and tomorrow that is the plan and Eric uh, plans on uh, joining me so uh, for the first time since Monday uh, the show will be all back together uh, again, so uh, I'm going to close things down and I'm going to close it out uh, for uh, today. And the Cardinals will enjoy that uh, trip to uh, Seattle. And I'll try to enjoy the rest of my day here back to work. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow for some more sports. Peace.